Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Before we start with today's show, we wanted to let you know that we have set up a Facebook group, aka an actual digital club. So we're now going to be able to hang out properly, discuss all things self-care, share stories and be a proper community where we get to be with each other. The link is in the show notes or you can just go to Facebook and search self-care clubbers. So please come and join us. We can't wait to have you there. It's already up and thriving, isn't it, Lauren? Yeah, people have been chatting all weekend about what they've been doing and it's just really cute. I'm loving it. So please come join us and we hope to see you there. To assist us with this week, we have enlisted the help of Chris Lovett, author of Discovery of Less. Chris is a minimalist author, speaker and simplicity coach. Through his blogs and his seminars, he unlocks the potential of doing less and believes that when we focus on less, we achieve so much more. Welcome to the show. Hi guys, how are you doing? Good. So tell us, what is a minimalist mindset, Chris? Well, we, we're starting hard, aren't we? We're already yeah, well, we're going in. We, we have to know because I actually don't have any idea about this <laughs> and I definitely don't have a minimalist anything. Oh, so I'm, I'm very open and I, and I definitely want to declutter my mind and my life. Well, I think you've nailed it. Is that it? Am I done? Can I go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Class class dismissed. Um, Firstly, thank you so much for the intro. Can you come and do all of my intros? Because that was beautiful. Any time. Yeah, the kind of minimalist mindset is kind of the evolution of the activity of decluttering, which we kind of all know and some of us love. It's that the next layer of your mind. It's almost like, what else can I remove what else can I be intentional about so we're talking things like your digital stuff so your relationship with tech for example and your phone and your laptop and your emails and then going into your career and things like meetings and work and so basically it's your whole view of the world and when you look at things you go does that add value so it's not just talking about the physical stuff we're taking it into your digital your the stories that you tell yourself you know whether we're right or wrong <laughs> or whether we are being too harsh on ourselves or overconfident those types of the mindset where I'm kind of trying to support people with at the moment so it's not just about the decluttering of the DVD collection or the clothes or furniture the DVD about. collection oh, you're not, not decluttering he that, had a very large collection of DVDs and records like huge massive was taking up a lot yeah. of space 
in your place, right? Yeah, yeah. And and who who is watch? Who's even got a DVD player anymore? Someone asked me that the other day. Have uh, you got one? No, 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 I ain't no, got one. no. So there's very little point having the DVDs at this point. Yeah, that's why I was questioning it. Then you can sell them on Music Magpie <laughs> and other <laughs> and other places. Other places are available. Yeah. Who even are you? Yeah. <laughs> Who is this person to my <laughs> right? Music Magpie. Anyway, yeah. Lauren's done the research. Yeah, she she read your book. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Thank you so much. I mean, I can only apologise, but Lauren reads the books in this relationship. That's how it works. You see, I do all the editing. Nicole's just pretty. <laughs> well, we all, we all have our services, right? We all have the reason why we're Nicole here. Nicole is so fucking rude. <laughs> and she lifts heavy stuff. She lifts stuff. And also, she edits it all. I do right. edit yeah. it all. But yeah. do you look pretty lifting stuff? Yeah, of course she does. And she looks pretty when she edits stuff as well. Because God knows how she does that. Well, She's I must some say. sort of technological whiz kid. Well, I must say, I mean, you're both looking amazing today. You know. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. It's all right. But should we embarrass we, her even more? Can we? I, no, it's it's no. actually not. Oh, she's not embarrassing me. She's embarrassing the show. Oh, <laughs> you're embarrassing no. yourself, oh Lauren. You're God. embarrassing yourself. Wow. No, it didn't take long. It didn't take long. I when, told you before you came in, we'd had a row. Yeah. So there's already tension. Yeah. Terrible yeah. tension. Terrible. It's awful. We're going to go to couples therapy. It. I can feel it in the room. Over the new year. <laughs> I can feel it's the tension. When you talk about clutter, you don't just mean material stuff, right? So what are the other types of clutter that people hoard? Yeah, so obviously we know all know about the physical stuff that kind of impacts our environment that we live in. We're probably, probably looking at it now, if you're listening to this podcast, we might be looking around our room going, why on earth have I got all them books? But it's also our relationship with tech. You know, we are probably available 24-7. Yes. Um, and so how do we handle the next or the latest organ of attached to our body, which is our phones? Yeah, so things like yeah. text messages, apps, emails, etc. So we so we do a lot of digital decluttering or digital detoxing, which is probably a, a more kind of well-known term. So I go out and talk a lot about how we can question our relationship with tech. Career's been a big one recently because of the great resignation that we might have all heard of since covid where people are now looking at their careers and going is this what i really want to do with my yeah. life but actually because they've never really done anything different or they've been in a role for so long uh, maybe the fear of changing jobs or changing careers is super uncomfortable uh, but we can still use those same kind of tactics and uh, and approaches to decluttering your stuff to you know, decluttering your career and not just getting rid of it, but changing it all together and being more intentional, which is obviously where that kind of Marie Kondo approach yeah. comes from, the yeah. spark joy and yeah. bring intention into your environment and stuff. So I'm pretty much just the, the Cockney bloke version of, of Marie that. Kondo. Yeah. What about yeah. like decluttering your social life? Yeah, all of that. All of that. Friends, um, that's been a big part of a lot of people, a lot of clients I work with has been decluttering relationships. Yeah. Mm. Uh, whether they are romantic ones or personal ones or even like work ones. Yeah. Anything that you have in your life that does not add value or make you better is potentially up for the coal. Okay. I like, oh my better, God. She's, she's looking at she me. Looks at you. She's wow. looking at me. You better watch your back. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's scary in here this morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, hopefully I can bring a bit of levity. Oh, I hope oh. so. I'm feeling, I'm feeling the gravity <laughs> of, the, uh, of the room. How does someone start? Where do they begin with decluttering their life? 
uh, read the book. No, I'm joking. You no, that's great. No, you uh, do have to read the book. What's it called? Discovery of Less. Discovery of Less. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's all right. It's not a bad read, actually, even if I do say so myself. You should um, say so yourself. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's a fun little experience. But yeah, anywhere that's easy, I would say. Um, I think I've got my phone on me. Oh, I've got this in my coat. But we could have done a little thing live where if you've got your phones on you, uh, you can start really easy by just deleting one app. Let's do it. Yeah. Oh, let's got your do phone. it. Okay, yeah. let's do it. Let's so do if, it. If you've got your, anyone that you're listening, if you've got your phone probably actually on you, yeah. maybe in your hand. I mean, I actually I've, did do I, this As the I've other just week. gone on, yeah. there's something called Dice on my phone. I What's that? Don't know. Dice. Don't know. It's an app called Dice. It's I've got no app, idea what it is. Is it? Yeah, because I might have used, the, used that a few times. Oh, it is a ticket app. There we go. Yeah, yeah. I don't need that. Well, there we go. Get rid of it then. Look, I'm really sorry to be a smug bitch. After I read your book, I did two things. Yeah. One, deleted apps that I no longer wanted. Two, unsubscribed from email spam. Oh, yeah. So every morning when the email came in from companies that like to spam you every day, yeah. I unsubscribe because I don't need that shit no. in my inbox every no. single morning. So I'm sorry, I've, I'm not sorry, I'm proud. I've done a little bit of digital decluttering. Yes. I'm doing in it preparation now. For I'm this doing week. it now. Go on. I yeah. am. I'm doing it. And and can I give you an added bit? When you get two unwanted emails today, unsubscribe. From there them. We go. Yeah, from I, but the I do company. that. I do do that a lot because we did a week on digital detox yeah. ages nice. ago, yeah. and I hate having all that rubbish in my inbox. Stuck? Those kind of habits. Some stuck. things have stuck. Yeah. Lauren thought I was actually. You know what? There's been an app on my phone called, I'm not going to say what it is. Yeah. It's a game. It's like a puzzle game. Yeah. Yeah. And they notify me every single morning at 8 a.m. Yeah. And at 8 a.m. every morning, I think, I really need to remove that because I just don't need that notification yep. coming up. Yep. I have just removed well it. Well done. Nice. Yes. Thank you, Chris. That's Thank all right. You. My pleasure. What, what are the benefits of being a minimalist? What are you going to gain in your life? Uh, short answer. More money, more time, more resources, more energy. Um less stress less hassle less cleaning less tidying up but ultimately yeah there's sounds there's, good love yeah, it yeah so um it's not a bad trade-off right you know no. get rid of some of your stuff and gain yeah. all this other uh all this other kind of experience but i mean from my personal perspective i gained things like confidence i gained things that you probably can't measure so much like you know additional time in my day uh, less stress actually ironic bit is that i actually earned more money because without the stuff I got into better habits of buying actual shit that I really needed rather than stuff that was just clogging up my yeah. cupboards and things like that so I spent less I spent better and I actually cluttered my career as well as you know Lauren in the book I changed my career completely which then made my from what because I don't know what what were yeah. you doing and so I was catching bad guys from behind a desk he was a criminal mastermind. I was a criminal analyst. Yeah, so that was my day job, catching bad people. And that, got that sounds really fun. I know, it did for like, for like the first time to 10 years. Yeah. And then I, after a while, it kind of gets a bit monotonous and you kind of think, is this it? Yeah. And I didn't want to get stuck. And there's a uh, there's a bit in there that where I talk about this balloon, almost like a like a 10-year anniversary. So if people that have been in companies for a long time, sometimes you kind of get little prizes for for loyalty right well done for sticking it out so long thank you for sitting on your ass for 10 years and over time the type of prizes 
got worse and worse and worse. And the 10 years... They weren't a holiday into Bahamas or anything. No, I'm gutted about that, to be honest. <laughs> so that was like a company year. pen. Um, yeah, no, I just got balloon. A, bal- a balloon. A balloon. A balloon. Yeah. Like you're an eight-year-old. Yeah. You go, there you go, mate. Here's One a, balloon. Here's a balloon. Uh, it had 10 on it. Was it helium? I don't know. It was this, it was kind of like deflated anyway, which oh like it was just like it was like insult. a metaphor. It yeah. was like a metaphor yeah. to my whole career, and I was yeah. like, oh, it used to be really quite tight and full. We're talking about balloons as metaphors, now. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just, and I was like, I've got to go because I've got to go to better myself. And so I went from being uh, kind of catching bad guys from behind a Tesco, manage, managing a, a department of investigators analysts, which which is great to a point, and now I'm a coach. So yeah, so I help people be better, basically, and yeah, so that my income got better, my career fulfillment got better, everything was just better. Yeah. Um, and through that journey of letting go of the things that didn't make me better, that's some of the advantages: is that better career, um, better view on life, and better home environment as well. Because it's nice. Yeah. You were stepping into your potential. I love that. I love that. <laughs> Only a coach would know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's great. Yeah. yeah. So where do where seriously speaking, because we sort of skipped over it a little bit with I think Laura and I had a bit of row. Where do people start? You said read the book. Like where else? If someone is feeling overwhelmed and very cluttered and full in their life, what what would your advice be? Yeah. So the so the app kind of practice gets you into the habit of seeing things disappear. It's very oh, high nice. reward, low risk, because yeah. at any point you can just download it again, yeah, probably sure. for free, right? Yeah. Um, but whilst we're talking about like physical stuff, a lot of people like to go do the big stuff first because it might take up a lot of space. But actually, my view on it is take it easy, because this is a bit of a journey where you might come across sentimental items that might block your progress. So a tiny drawer, your bathroom... Uh, even like the book collection, the book collection is is actually really good because sometimes it's in view. Yeah. And if you have people around your house, you might have your bookcase near you as well. So there's a Japanese word called, I think it's called sunduku, which is to collect books, but not to read. So it's basically you give yourself a view of the world that I am well-educated, I'm well-learned, I'm well-read, but actually you've got no time, no intention yeah. of reading yeah. any of those books mm. anyway. So have a look at the books that you've got and potentially start to take a few off uh, off your shelves and, and start that way. But yeah, start really easy. And then once you start seeing the wins, you start getting more confident and braver. And then you can tackle some of the other things like old photographs that are stuck in shoeboxes on top of a cabinet or some of the clothes that you haven't worn for years, but maybe saving for a special occasion. Oh, I've got so many of those. Saving for a special occasion. Yeah, or yeah. saving till I can fit into them, yeah. all that nonsense. Do you know what my friend of mine said the other day? You know like those glasses, like the crystal glasses that you used to yes. only bring out for... Yeah. Best. Yeah. Use yeah. the glasses. Just use the glasses, yeah. Well, you know, we said this <laughs> when we did our week of decluttering, because we did that a while ago. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> my stepfather, who died about 10 years ago, he always had this thing about not saving for best. Yeah, and nice. something about him dying made me stop doing that. It's like, oh, I've got this lovely candle, but I won't burn it because <laughs> yeah. I must save it for best. Well, what's the we day? Are, what what's the for? special yeah. day when the candle gets burnt? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. actually now... I use my nice crockery and I do use the nice glasses and I will burn the candle because I'm like, well, I could get hit by a bus tomorrow. Sorry, I know that's dark. You don't. She, just, she doesn't like it when I'm dark. Okay. But what are you saving for? When is best? Best is today, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's so not into line. that. Best is today. What, yeah, yeah. Um, what stops people Sound from bite. letting go <laughs> of their clutter? Edit. 
Nice. <laughs> Thanks. Get that, James. <laughs> what stops people from letting go of their clutter? Um, let me turn this on you. What stopped you when you did your decluttering? Was there anything that stopped Nothing, Nothing. stopped me. Nothing. I was all systems wow. go, go, go. Right, she's the wrong person to, to ask. I, I rainbow code my book, my books. So, I, you know, I'm there. I'm fully invested. You're in. You're in. She's in. So my husband thinks I'm a hoarder. Okay. I don't think I'm a hoarder. Do you think I'm a hoarder? Only of cowpole syringes. <laughs> That's so niche. That's such a niche You know, I don't, I don't know if you have children, but when they're sick, they have liquid paracetamol. It's called cowpole. And yeah. every single bottle that you buy comes with a little syringe, not with a needle, but just a disposer. So you can get the right amount out and shoot it into their mouths. Nice. Nicole had, I, could, I counted them, 26 cowpole <laughs> syringes. In, in a, it was in a neat Tupperware in the kitchen cupboard, but you know, she she has two children, so maximum she needs is two. Twenty six. Uh, She's yeah. not got an orphanage going on. <laughs> not yet. Not, not yet. yet. You know what a lot of people have is those goo pots, the glass ones. Yes, yes. I've got loads yes. of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's one I've seen recently. It's like yeah, I've got loads of those. What will you ever use these for? Peanuts. Um, and you know peanuts, what? Yeah. I never use them. And I entertain a lot. I actually yeah, yeah. do use mine, but I have six. And if I ever more come into the house, they go into the recycling. I will only keep six. I do hoard jam jars, and you do know that now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I tried so, to make a dressing in her house this week. She's like, where are the jam jars? She I said, was I don't like, have any what? jam jars. I don't have jam jars. I said, well, how do you shake it? What do you shake a dressing in? I said, I buy a dressing. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> like go. a normal fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you shake your dressing in? I'm I've like, that's not a thing. That. That's only a thing in your world. And yeah. the fact that you think it's a thing yeah. is worrying and me. And I said to her, but what if you want to make jam? And then she looked at me and the look was enough. The look was enough to say it yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. Lauren. She yeah. doesn't make jam. You Some, sometimes the look is just enough. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he thinks I'm a hoarder. I don't think you're a hoarder. I think I do. I definitely hold on to things because I always think, oh, well, maybe I'll wear this one day. And then we've had a major, we're doing loads of stuff to our house at the moment. So there has been loads of clothes that we've given to charity and all of that. Yeah. And there was one coat that I bought from The Gap. I'm not kidding. I think it it's older than my marriage. So and I've been married <laughs> a long time. So it's got to be at least 20 years old. Yeah. But do you love it? It's a little cape. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Do I ever wear it? Never. But does it spark joy in you? I don't know why I couldn't let go of it. Mm. And maybe you can unpick this, Chris. Yeah, yeah. But in the big piles of the bags that were going to the charity, and I rummaged for it and I took it out and it's back in my wardrobe and I still haven't worn it. Because it, it brings you joy in some way. But but it's not doing anything. All it's doing is cluttering up my wardrobe. So wear it, wear it this week. Wear it somewhere. Wear it tomorrow. Okay. Wear it. <laughs> okay. And see how you feel in it. Okay. Because if it still brings you joy when you put it on, you must keep it. And if you put it on, you're like, actually, it's horrible. It goes. And you know what, right? I think sometimes because we've all been maybe influenced by Netflix and the Marie Kondo, does it bring you joy? We're trying to tone it down a little bit. We're almost like that might be a bit of a high bar. Almost yeah. like does everything bring you joy? If nothing, if everything doesn't bring you joy, does it like, does it then leave the home? And sometimes there's these things like, I have a garlic press. Yeah. I was just right. about to say, like, I have a spatula in my house. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. bring me joy, doesn't but it's very joy, practical. But it's, but, but it's useful, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, we kind of, we, I say we, as in, well, the royal we. The minimalist um, community. The minimalist, <laughs> community, the minimalist <laughs> community, which I've decluttered so much, is just me. Yeah. There's, yeah, so there's <laughs> things that are useful, things that kind of add value. And so I kind of say add value and things like that, which kind of tones it down a little bit from, 
you know everything needs to be amazing or it's gone but yeah I, i've done done this myself nicole so i've i had i've still got a couple of suits that i bought for weddings and things like that and so all my friends are now married so i haven't really got any more weddings lined up unless people want to invite me to a wedding listeners if you need any <laughs> any plus ones or want to let me know yeah he's got a spare um, suit I've got going <laughs> Uh, but I kind of used like I got suit trousers on today, so I kind of repurposed those things to yeah. be more useful or to add more value. Yeah. You know? So yeah, so I just rather than it having a really high bar of this special coat, this special suit is only for special occasions, like you were saying earlier, and like every day might be a special yeah. occasion. Yeah. Um, a Monday with you guys for me, special occasion. Got my suit trousers Thank on for you. Thank you. That's, oh, very, that's very cute. I've got my favourite jumpsuit on. There you go. It does look amazing, to be fair. Well, thank you. But it always, this gives me so much joy, this tracksuit. So know. whenever I'm feeling a bit low, because it's very yeah. brightly coloured, yeah, I always put it on and it always brightens me up. Amazing. So we go with the, is it useful or is it beautiful? Which counts as much as does it spark yeah. joy, right? Yeah, does it yeah. add value? Does it add value? Is okay. it useful? Does it add value? Does it make me better? I want to know what you think about one of my favourite pastimes, mm. yeah. which is leave it in the basket shopping. Oh, wow. Okay. I, I online shop. I buy everything. I put it in the online basket. I don't check out. I get the dopamine high without the clutter. Thoughts? Ooh, nice. Yeah, I love that. Okay. I love that. I think that more people should do that. Why? Because it almost like if you forget that it's there, yeah. was it really important? Yeah. And you still get the high. Do you? Yeah. Knowing you're not going to buy it. Not knowing you're going to buy it. You put it in the basket, but then you go to sleep and then you forget it's in the basket. But you've had that little hit. And then you realise you don't need it. Yeah. Do I need gold high-heeled cowboy boots? No, I don't. (laughs) I did that the other day. I brought shocking pink platform open-toe shoes. We're in November. They're like satin. Where am I wearing them to? Are they in the basket or are they in your house? No, they're in my house. Oh, you actually <laughs> wow, okay. You followed through. You followed okay. through. Always follow through. Yeah. Great. Always. It's good right. to know. And now they're sat there and I don't really want them. And then Send I went back. to I rent to return them yesterday yeah. and right. I missed the return date. <gasps> you better wear them for Christmas. So now I'm going to wear them. You better wear them for Christmas. Yeah. Let's talk Just about Christmas, Chris. Let's yes. Do it. Let's because do it. it's such a time a... of indulgence, oh, yeah, isn't it? It's the ultimate consumer season. Yes. 100%. We're overeating. We're over drinking. Yeah. We're overspending. Yeah. You're watching too many episodes of Fools and Horses on gold. Are we still watching those or are we watching yeah, Strictly every, Christmas Special? My, my, We're not. Yeah. My, no. Nicole's not only people in either. their 60s are doing that. <laughs> <laughs> every time I go back to my mum and dad's house, that's all they've got on is Only Fools and Horses. Yeah. What tips can you give the listeners about how to have a more minimalist Christmas this year? Buy less shit. <laughs> okay. Um, excellent. Excellent. Another so, soundbite. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. Just buy less stuff. Honestly, like, I think I've read somewhere the latest stat from Black Friday, which is also probably might be buying stuff at, on Black Friday or around Black Friday for Christmas. Yeah. 80% of that shit gets thrown away in the first year. Wow. And a lot of it is single use as well. So it doesn't really do any benefit for the planet whatsoever. But how many times have we all got stuff that we've received from friends, family, and you go, oh, that's so nice. Thank you very much. And then in your head, you're going, what the fuck am I going to do with yes. that? Um, li- literally every year, and sometimes I still have it now, and I'd say to my mum, please don't, please don't buy me any more coats or scarves. I don't need any more. But yet she still has to follow through with buying me something because you, you have to open something on Christmas yes. Day. And so everyone feels like there's this big obligation to buy stuff and i get it you know we get caught up in the culture of westernization of christmas 
and giving and it feels good to give and things like that but actually have a think about what are you really giving someone are you giving them a gift or are you giving them a responsibility and a burden and the guilt and so next time you go around their house or next time oh i'm gonna have to get this big ceramic dog out because <laughs> because lauren bought me it for christmas and yeah. i haven't got it out of the garage and and things like that yeah so you know are you gifting a gift or are you gifting responsibility more clutter more clutter yeah just have a think about you know so what what are their ways around that so i'm thinking about let's say my kids for christmas right yeah. and i do want them to open things on christmas day and you know we have that moment and we're all sat on the floor and we're all in our pajamas and it is all that and there's wrapping paper everywhere and yeah, it's yeah. lovely yeah, yeah. but i am totally invested in what you're saying yeah. and it's they don't need any more rubbish it's total consumerism yeah, yeah. We, no one can afford to spend money that they don't have at the moment exactly yeah. so what are some things that we can put in place to avoid that but but still get that joy on Christmas, Christmas morning, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So if you do, do want to buy some stuff, which, you know, I still get value from buying things. I'm a human being, right? I have to buy stuff. But you, I buy, you buy hair gel. Oh, I, I, I buy hair <laughs> wax. I do, I do. It's got some decent He's got great hair clubbers, great um, hair. It's got, yeah, it's got a lot of movement today. I definitely need a haircut, which is where I spend my money. Um, yeah, buying experiences. Buying experiences instead of, physical stuff will go down probably just as well if not better i don't know if you've seen so, i've seen so many videos on youtube of adults filming kids when they open up a i'm going to disney world yeah yes right those experiences uh kind of start from the time where you tell the person or that person opens oh we're going to a show Plus, they have, have all of the anticipation that leads up to the date of the show. Yeah. You've got everything that revolves around it as well. Yeah. And then you, you're basically investing in memories for the future. Yeah. Um, which, when you kind of put it that way, it sounds like a really, really nice way to spend your resources, you know, yes. which are tight for yes, everyone at the sure. moment. So, so, yeah, buy experiences instead of things if you still need to buy some stuff. Um, if you want to have things that are like physical to open consumables are great um i love chocolate so yeah if people want to buy me chocolate I, that's going to be gone yeah, in a few days much more sense um, doesn't it something yeah. you're going to eat use drink yeah yeah rather yeah. than it's going to just sit there like hotel chocolate for example yeah they make such lovely christmas packages mm. and they're gorgeous and then you get one of those or you get like tony's what's it tony chocolate you get a gift good. back of that you'd be like oh my god this is amazing yeah yeah and you're doing your bit for the planet as well if you buy Tony's chocolate. I've chocolate do you know, as well. don't laugh, I've already bought a little uh, selection gift pack for, for my husband for his stocking because I saw it and it was so pretty. It's all the little bars there in a little rainbow box and I thought that is a great stocking filler and I've got it nice. ready to go. Nice. Yeah, but that, yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. Can we talk a bit about the unwanted gifts that you just mentioned? Oh, yeah, yeah. The guilt that comes with the unwanted gifts. So what is your advice if you've been given a hideous hideous jumper and you know that it was quite expensive and that it was bought with the best intentions and you feel so bad but you just hate it get rid of it get rid of it yeah i mean sometimes we don't really need to overthink it but i'm very very conscious that we do have this attachment and we have all of these kind of mental blocks that stop us from yeah. doing the thing otherwise we've already done it by now right yes. and so yeah you hand over the gift to someone so the gift giver feels they've done a really good thing. I've bought you something really expensive. I've watched you open it. Mm. So that gift giver has got their high mm. Mm. of seeing your face and receiving it. Oh, this is amazing. Thank you very much. 
that ownership has now officially changed hands, right? So yeah. you now own the horrific jumper. Yeah. <laughs> and whatever you decide to do with it is yours. That's your choice now. You own the thing. And actually, that's where we kind of, we don't let go of the responsibility of the thing. We kind of bring it back out. Look, I have to love it because my friend bought it. Things like that. Um, yeah, so we get rid of that guilt, I think. Once you kind of know that if it's going to someone who's going to get value out of it, who's yeah. going to wear it, then you can kind of sleep a little bit easier. Because what were you saying earlier, Lauren, about the dopamine high when you leave stuff in your basket? There's a thing called helper's high mm. as well. So when you give stuff to people that you don't need, don't use, don't like, mm. you have a little buzz that someone else is going to get real value out of it. They're going to get a real bargain or they're going to get it for free or you're going to help someone. Totally. Um, so, I, yeah, yeah, I remember I yeah. remember even before I went on, on this kind of minimalist journey, when I was younger, I had some really horrific clothes, as in I thought they were amazing. Yeah. But then I wore them out to clubs and stuff like that. And I'd be like, what am I wearing these jeans that have got a print of this woman in a bikini on down the right leg. They sound stunning, Chris. Exactly right. <laughs> you can realise why I was single for so long, right? I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> I, yeah, um, I, 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 tell me you got rid of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I, I don't know. Just checking those... you're not wearing them. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> He's wearing his anyway. suit trousers. I'm surprised. Um, so, yeah. So I donated those jeans and a few shirts. And a few weeks later, I saw a guy. They sent them back? <laughs> <laughs> They didn't don't put them in the. They the didn't put them again. in the Oxfam window. <laughs> yeah, like, don't come back, mate. Um, yeah, I, and ironically, I walked past a guy who was wearing my shirt and jeans. No, no, way. you did The combo, the actual combo. You didn't. The same com yeah. So I was in. Bro it was in Bromley. I remember it to the day. That is bizarre. I went out for lunch and I came back and I said to. I said someone's bought or either, you know, managed to get it for free. My old jeans and my old shirt. And you know what, right? They were walking down the road like, you know yeah. what? He was, wow. man. he was feeling himself. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I was like, in my Go head, you. I was like, yeah. oh my I did God. that. I played my part you did. in that. So everybody won. Maybe the charity shop got a few quid for yeah. I managed to let go of some of the stuff that I wasn't wearing. This new guy who was strutting down Bromley High Street... I mean, happy, happy days. Happy as Larry. Yeah. And right? all, all the women that he's going to repel in them are then free for you. <laughs> exactly. All the clubs he's going to get turned away from. Yeah, so. Oh, that's brilliant. That's, that's yeah. brilliant. What do you think about re-gifting? Yeah, why not? I've done it. I've done it a lot. Do you have a... Don't your friends now assume you're going to be re-gifting? They don't get nothing from me. <laughs> they know. He's a minimalist. Do you have a re-gifting cupboard? Oh, Lauren. No. It's I like the jam jars. I have a re-gifting box. Do you really? I actually do. Wow. Yeah. Have you got an idea of what you're going to re-gift? No, Christmas never. Oh, okay. Re-gift for no, I would never re-gift for Christmas. Oh, okay. But I like to have a few extra. There bits. are. She has limits. Oh, of course. A few extra bits. Like if the kids get bought loads of crap, mm. but quality, but they don't want it, yeah. I will pop it away because maybe I'll be going around to someone's house for lunch and they've got a five-year-old and he'd love a Hot Wheels car, but mine's too old to play with a Hot Wheels car. That sort of thing. Okay. Oh, like, they're kind of like. Extra treats. Extras, yeah, like little spares. You know what, right? Each their own. If that works for you, you go for it. Great. And the Is good thing... Is that hoarding? Is that hoarding? Well, I think with this whole kind of approach to decluttering and minimalism, it's so individual. That She's actually... so just trying to be part of the conversation. No, it's not fucking hoarding. <laughs> it's just overly <laughs> anal with your organising. Okay. I mean, you can sell it. You can spin it anywhere you like, right? You can say it's preparing or, I mean, you know, things like that. Know, but... You're just trying to fit in at this point. I just, I'm sorry if I love organizing.
organization and tidying up and neat things and I love it too okay. I just can't be arsed with yeah. it I love it you have me I do it all for you I with know, joy but, I, but I'd be absolutely mortified at what you would find because you haven't let go of I the neurofin I wouldn't judge I wouldn't you judge. haven't let go of the syringes they were extraordinary what you remember just now weren't you the syringe yeah. I remember everything yeah. She carries it with her to use as ammunition against me. Can you give us, I'm going to stop talking to you. Can you give us three (laughs) tips to carry on the minimalist mindset into the new year? What do you suggest for us? Because that's what we're going to be doing this week. We're going to be taking your advice. What do you suggest for us and our clubbers? Yeah, well, let's let's do the the three areas then. So the the physical, digital and the mental. So the, the physical stuff is a little bit easier to do because we've all got physical stuff in around our environment so it used to be where we went out to work so we used to go to a different place and we come home and the home was the comfort it was the safe environment it was your palace of zen right and then over time we've just filled it full of junk and crap and shit that we don't need so maybe treat your home like you're just about to sell it you know you always you maybe paint it up you clean it up you know Treat it like a holiday home. Like you come home every day and it's like, I really, really like to be here. So that's probably one, the physical kind of stuff around your home. The second one is the digital, which we've practiced today. You know, get rid of the apps. The unsubscribing of emails is amazing. Again, this is kind of low effort, high reward yes. type stuff. Yes. Um, just take that extra couple of seconds to see that email come in on your phone and go, yeah. I don't fucking want that shit yeah. anymore. Yeah. Rather than just get that immediate high and you see the red of the delete as you swipe it away and you think I've done my bit and then the following day it just comes back again uh, yeah so unsubscribe uh, and the mental clutter which is the big one yeah that's hard yeah so so these are stories the stories that we tell ourselves over time and even if they're, they're true or false if they're mainly false if we keep repeating them to ourselves over and over and over again they will quickly become our truths things like uh i can't write a book or my english teacher told me that you would never be able to write anything longer than an essay and so from the ages of maybe that feels very real chris yeah 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 from <laughs> that the feels age... like it's from experience <laughs> it is. Yeah. yeah it is yeah from the age of i think maybe 17 18 when i did english a level which i failed by the way so i told myself i could never write a book I wasn't good at that. And then ironically, you know, we're 25, 30 years later, I am here talking to you guys about a book I wrote. But can you imagine if I'd have done that maybe 10 years ago, maybe 15 years ago, if I hadn't had this story that's been rolling around my head for so many years. But And we all do. You know, I'm not good enough or I'm not going to be able to do that or I can't change careers. You know, all of these stories yep. are, are the blockers that, that refrain us from kind of unlocking our potential, like you were saying earlier, Nicole. So yeah, the mental stuff, let's see if we can actually take the thought to court, um, which is a, a term that's used in NLP, like neuro-linguistics practice, things like that. So when you get these thoughts that are troubling or that are slightly negative, you just stop for a second and you go, is this real? Is this true? And what evidence and facts have I got to back this up? So almost paint the pictures like taking that thought into the courtroom and defending it yep. like it's true. Yeah. And the prosecution going, well, 
here's here's the facts here's the evidence that prove or disprove your thought and so i've used that quite a lot of myself and with clients as well and it's almost like magic because you then get to convince yourself that it's a load of bollocks yeah. that you you tell yourself over time that, that it starts to create this identity that you can't do things or you, you can only do certain amount of things rubbish you can achieve whatever the fuck you want. I definitely need to clear out that bottom drawer. There's so much shit in there and you're now inspiring me to do it. I love it. I'll help you do it today. <laughs> no, you can't. It's mortifying in there. Maybe it's a journey you need to go on your own, Nicole. Thank you, Chris. I'll support you on it if you need to. <laughs> yeah, you we'll just go away. Something <laughs> <laughs> to be nice. Me and Lauren can get some like uh, pom-poms and like, yeah. be cheerleading. Motivational from outside. music. Yeah. yeah, from outside, just looking yeah. in your window like, yeah, yeah we can do it. Yeah. <laughs> And I'll be like, <gasps> <gasps> yeah. I'll do some like warm up exercises. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Okay. Okay. You got this. Well, thank you, Chris. It's my thank pleasure. you for that. Thank you for uh, leading us into a less cluttered Christmas. If people want to get hold of you and see more of your work, where can they find you? Uh, probably the gram is the most active I'm on. I'm not so active on some of the others because you can declutter your social media as well. Mm. There we go. And so yeah, Instagram, nice. just put Chris Love It in and you would spot the, the big hair pretty quickly. Discovery of Leicester book is available wherever you get uh, online books. Amazon probably. Yeah. Um, yeah. Buy yourself an experience and read the book um, and then give it to someone else. So rather than multiple people buying a book, just keep giving it around someone else. So That's very sweet. Don't you want multiple that, that, people that buying a book? That won't make you any money. There's no money in books. There's no money in books. Yeah, we're anyway. learning that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, so yeah, get yourself an experience and then um, and then pass it on to someone else who get, will get value from it. So. Thank you so much. Thank you, Thank you for pleasure. being here. My pleasure. Motherkind podcast explores how to feel happier, more confident and empowered in your motherhood, even in our world of pressure, judgment and comparison. I'm your host Zoe Blasky and every week I speak to an incredible expert to share actionable steps and powerful lessons to living your life as a mother with more joy and unapologetic confidence. Listen wherever you get your podcasts, just search Motherkind. Kind.